PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespodiso. Previously on Cinema Crespodiso. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Cinema Crespodiso. Can you believe it? Oh, I'm Dr. Drew, a.k.a. Drewski, a.k.a. Drewcifer, a.k.a. Drewster Cogburn. What's up, Chris? How's it going? I wasn't done. What was the movie? You said you got to see it. And I took your advice and went right out and saw it. And did you remember enjoying it? Maybe uh, not. If you can't yeah, remember, I remember, <laughs> I remember texting you afterwards. Oh, really? So I think I gave you a little review about that. <clears throat> Maybe I still. I don't. I don't erase any text. Uh, black gel tabs. No, I, was, I was about to ask. Good. I was about to ask if there were gel tabs. Yeah, they were black gel tabs too. You know what made it black? The darker the better. Uh, well, it's that rat poison. That's that stuff. That rat poison makes you trip extra hard. Though, I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, we got some for the hurricane supplies, right? Mm. Should have. We are now on the PFT Radio Network. All right, on. Oh shit! Congratulations! Is, thank you very much. Oh, I bestowed it upon myself. <laughs> uh, Good know, job, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> I, am the, I am the co-king of the shitty kingdom. Pack yourself in the back. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. So 320 of Cinema Crespity So is now here, right now, happening in this room. And then it will soon be broadcast for the people's ears. And then it will be a forgotten dream, a memory, a, uh, like, tears in the rain. Once observed, not really? forgotten. Really, Chris? Just a that's long, going. Going, that's a long back way plug to get to our Blade Runner episode. We'll talk about that in a second. Drew Sikhagrin, how you doing, buddy? Doing, buddy. I got your uh, weather update. Weather update. Current weather level is hot. Weather level? Current weather level is hot. Obey your thirst. That's how we're doing it. Not brought to you by Sprite. That's how we're doing it. Oh, Sprite's not a sponsor? <laughs> uh, what am I drinking all this Sprite for? That's, I don't know. You tell mm. me. So lemon limey and bubbly, my stomach gets gurgle, gurgling from all this from a sprit. I'm not, I'm not sure that's a good thing. How do you pronounce it? Sprit? Sprite. I've only seen it in writing. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> with us is Juice Cogburn. I already said that. But coming back, we haven't, he hasn't been here in a few weeks because he's been too busy going to the other side of the world and shirking his PFT duties. That's fine. We picked up the pieces while he was gone. Barely chugging along in his absence. Finally, we can right the ship and get things going again. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you guys. <laughs> How you doing, Steve? Good to see you, man. Me, oh, you know what? There we go. Do you have the other? There, oh, there we go. <laughs> I did the same thing to Nick. Joy, how do you say it? Did, did you, you, did you do the other microphone? Man, you kill it, bro. Did you do the other microphone? Is that what happened? No, it was just straight up on mute. <laughs> yep. We, I mean, it's been so long, Steve, that we don't really actually want to hear from you. Yeah. No, that's, that's not true at all. I'm super happy to have you yeah. back, Steve. Thank you so much. And when, when Nick was here from to a certain degree, if you listen to that episode, same thing. When I, I welcomed him, and then you hear him, and he's all like, hey, oh, hey, hey, you hey, guys. Uh, and I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, oh the little light. 320 episodes. That's amazing. And Chris still doesn't know what the new button is. And I still fuck is. things up. 
I can't, I can't believe you said uh, weather level and like you didn't have to do that more than once. That yeah. like that's like saying yellow leather. You get it? Like you know, yellow leather, weather level, w- w- yellow leather. Irish wristwatch. Yeah. <sighs> Irish wristwatch. Ooh, Ooh, that's, that's a good my, one. That's my go-to. Uh, yes, okay. manageable vegetable. I spend. Drew knows this, mm-hmm. and you've seen it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, for twenty minutes before every episode, I'm in the bathroom and going la 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 la, la, la <laughs> me 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 me. Unique New York, unique New York for like oh man, it's brutal. But you got to get the mouth. Mouth muscles yeah. moving. That's another one that I do. Mouth, mouth muscles, muscles moving. moving. Mouth muscles moving. Uh, you know, a good way to cool down on that. Saying watermelon repeatedly is very fun. Watermelon. 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 watermelon, watermelon. Right. It's a very ASMR I was about to episode say some... already. <laughs> Fortunately, that is uh, a thing now. So yeah, it is. Uh, they had an ASMR uh, commercial at the at the Super Bowl. Excuse me. The really one of the beers Miller Lite I think had uh, Zoe Kravitz. Sitting on a mountaintop next to a waterfall, and so she was like, "Drink beer," and then she would click her fingernails on the glass, and then there's like sound of water in the background, and she was whispering into the microphone. That's really fucking weird. Yes, it is weird that we're catering to the weirdo ASMR people out there, screwdos people. I don't want you to listen to my show. Have you ever listened to ASMR? (laughs) You, I've yeah, I've dabbled. (laughs) Not a fan. (laughs) I've done that to go to sleep a couple times. It's nice. Oh sure, yeah. Well, you've had, you've historically have had sleep issues, haven't you? Not yes, yes. That's yes. why we got to get you on that, uh, he's that CBD of, he, train. He's one of those weirdos. Yeah, no, he's not a weird. Well, that's actually true. <laughs> he, he's he's like those Wells Mar- those Wells Fargo motherfuckers. He's one of them. No, those Wells Fargo. Oh yeah, aren't you a Wells Fargo Wells Fargo motherfucker? Are you? Well, no, Fa- no, he's not. I don't have Wells Fargo. He's not Wells Fargo. He's not one of those motherfuckers. Those no. are the worst people. The worst people. Those Wells Fargo Those Wells Fargo motherfuckers. <laughs> God, you can't trust them. You really they have can't. horses and carts, though. It's awesome. <laughs> I, I am jealous of their iconography, yes, but I you love can't their brand, trust them. Yeah. Yeah. Their brand their, is incredible. Their branding is almost as good as W.B. Mason's branding. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Those W.B. Mason <laughs> trucks that drive <laughs> around they're town. They're so awesome. Makes <laughs> me wish I was like, I had a mustache like that, <laughs> and I was getting ready for my bare knuckle brawl tonight against Big Ray Stevenson <laughs> over there from the 12th district of, of D.C. Um, okay, guys. Steve. Yes. Uh, you were just in China. Yes. Beijing? Uh, mostly? D- no, um, actually, Shanghai mostly. Shanghai. But that was also the last place we went. Okay. Uh, so you're bouncing around a lot then? Yeah, we flew domestically too, like to go to different parts of China for different reasons. Oh, what's the average length domestic flight? 45 minutes, an hour, two hours? Uh, two and a half. Okay. Yeah. So like flying from uh, two and a half, that's from Orlando to Newark. New Jersey is a yeah. two and a half hour flight. Or actually, when I when I went to because you know I went to China with my sister, so yeah. I went to Indiana. Um, that's where she lives, and mm-hmm. then we drove to Chicago. Okay, to go, go off from there. Uh, it was two and a half hours to Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Two and a half hours. Of, oh, okay. from Orlando. Okay, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Okay, so there we go. So there's a reference. So then you did a bunch of flights like that within within China. Yeah, I did a couple. Or shorter. Yeah. Um. So you. On State of the Beer Union, you talked about some of the travels as well as the beers you tried. There. Yes. I, finally, it took me to all the way to my last day, and I finally found a craft beer. I was like, I'd already given up. Oh, you did that on your last day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, a, that's great. Along the way, I'd looked everywhere. Sure, you were looking for a Didn't breweries. see anything until my last day, and like I'd already I'd already been like, I'm not going to find it. It's I not just, like it's not here exist. in Orlando where we're drowning everywhere. in breweries. I just saw a new one yesterday. Which one? Sideward Brewing over in the Milk District. In the Milk District. Behind Stasios. Behind Stasios. I li- All right, let's see if they need Monday Night Trivia. Yeah. Uh, I, I live on Tuscaloosa, and I just realized that there's a, because uh, Leslie mentioned it, mm-hmm. there's a brewery on Redbug. That's for anybody that doesn't know the area. 
uh, Tuscaloosa is connected to Redbug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're, I, we're on Redbug. And they were just celebrating their fourth. Already? Uh, yeah. And I had no idea they were there. Where on Redbug are they? Um, How far up that? Like, this is definitely for our right where four thirty six is. Yeah, yeah, like where the Goodings was. Okay, it's so pretty pretty close to four thirty six. Okay, okay, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, it's pretty like, close it's to the main corner. Yeah. I don't have to go deep into Oviedo to get to this. No. Uh, nope. I can stay out of Oviedo. Right, you know the Oviedo. That's where all those Wells Fargo people. Corner of Redbug four thirty six. Yep, those motherfuckers. I forgot the name of them too. But they've been for four years. Maybe they need Monday Night Trivia. That's yeah, a bit of a drive. I'll go to Milk District. Um... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I need another gig. I need yeah. some monies. Guys need some monies. Um, China. Yes. 17 hour trip? Uh, it, it was it was tw- it was twenty on the way there, but there was a uh, it's because there was a layover. Okay. So it's hard to tell what it really was because I don't remember how long we were laid over. Where was the layover? Um it was you know what, I don't remember. Hmm. Yeah. Landed somewhere. It was because I believe it was in China somewhere. Oh, okay. Um, Already on the other side of the, the Pacific. Yeah, but I got a direct flight on the way back, and it was 14 hours. <sighs> and then I heard you say on, what was it, say the reunion, that you left at 7.40 a.m., and then you arrived at 7.40 a.m. the same day? Yep. Mm-hmm. Good, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. But that means when you left, though, you left at, like, when you, when you arrived, it was, like, a day later, a full day later when you arrived, or half a day later? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was a 36-hour day. Yeah. A 36 I can't, that's something. That, this is not Mars. This does <laughs> not work this way here. We yeah. have observed 24-hour days, <clears throat> sir. Yeah, but when, when you, tr- when, nowadays, when we can travel around the world, you have to take into effect the sun there's gotta be a way to, and... to use that kind of uh, constant air travel in that direction to live longer it has to be yeah sort of I, I couldn't I, believe you have to beat that I mean, somehow t- I didn't think you had enough fuel I mean, to do it straight there you gotta get fueled in the air I've seen uh, video games <laughs> I think that was uh, like you can just totally derail my thought Air Force One can skinny. do that pretty good yeah. yeah on the flight yes there and back that's a lot of time First, oh, first of all, on the way there. Well, no, on the way from Orlando to Indiana. Yeah, I watched. I was about to say, what you watching? <laughs> How, what are you? What are you doing? How are you passing the time on these flights? This fight who dumped me. You how many times? Bitch. That's like a dozen times. <laughs> no, but how, how many times on the plane? No, no, no. I just watched it once because okay. there were other things to <laughs> how see. How many times on the plane? That's what I want to know. I want to know how many times on the plane. Was it just one of the options available and you just threw it on? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. That's fine. Comfort viewing for flying. Flying is a stressful situation anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right, what, what else did you watch? We, we know you love that movie. What else did you watch? Oh, God. And now... now uh, yeah, now you're under the gun. Now you're under pressure. Yeah, now. Now I gotta remember. Oh, well, I watched... Whatever you can remember. Whatever stuck to your mind. I watched Ant-Man. The first one. Yeah. Enjoy it? Uh, yeah, I liked it's it. It's a fun movie. It yeah. was a fun it's movie. It's just a little heist film. Exactly, with Michael Douglas. With well, Michael Douglas. Yeah, I was surprised about that. I didn't know about that. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. and I love yeah. Paul Rudd. Uh, Paul Rudd's you know, great. Yeah. Very like, well, Michael Pena. It's got a good cast. And I watched uh, The Ant and the Wasp. <laughs> and why, if you have the yeah. available, why not watch them both? Exactly. What did you think watching them like that, uh, the two of them? I loved it, because I also love, uh, God, whenever I think of her, like, when I see her face, I think Kate. Evangeline I, Lily. Lily, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still, every time I see her, I'm like, from, oh, Kate. Uh, from Lost. From Lost, yeah. 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 She's a pretty good uh, waspy, waspy lady. She's very waspy. Yeah. I mean, I didn't see her drink many mimosas or go on any brunches, but she still no. seemed pretty waspy. No. Yeah, I mean, I didn't That's think about it until white the movie. Women. I'm making a white women joke. White Anglo-Saxon Protestant. White Anglo-Saxon, uh, SUV driving, sex in the city, watched, rerun, watching 40-year-old women. Is what I'm She's too girl next door to be sex in the city, though. 
I bet she, she uh, okay, Real Housewives of uh, <laughs> Las Vegas. Whoa. <laughs> is that Going one? Wacky. I have no idea. There's so know, many maybe. of them. There's so many Real Housewives. Las Vegas is a crazy it, it, it is crazy, crazy. So that's cool. You watch Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, I think I feel like for those Marvel movies, I like on an airplane at home, that's like the right uh, setting to watch those type of things. Yeah. Because they're smaller, literally. Yeah. Smaller and figuratively smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else are you watching? On cr- these crazy planes? Rich a- Asians. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Plus, I was, you know, headed to China. Oh, so uh, there you go. Yeah. So you can see what a. Or no, that was the way back. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. there you go. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it was funny. Somebody even asked, like, oh, so, so like, you know, you saw, like, China again. I'm like, yeah, this is the part of China we did not get. Like, this is, like, royalty. Yeah, kind the of super, the super rich. The Beverly Hills. Uh, oh, in, in all modern, of... it's not like they're, like, you know, descendants of emperors or something. Like, sure, you know, yeah, yeah. And, like, it has nothing to do with anything. It's just the hoi polloi of, uh, no, I get it. Yeah. Uh, but you like the one? It's a rom-com, right? It's just a shit of rom-com. I saw it's a yeah, I thought it was, like, more of a comedy, mostly because Aquafina was in it. Sure. Um, and I mean, she, but it turns out like she was just like the, uh, the, um, com- comedy relief. So just a small part in it then? Um, no, I mean. Oh yeah. She, so she's like a for the comedy, but like, then yeah. everything else is not comedic. Right. Exactly. Gotcha, she's this, gotcha, that gotcha. comedy. And she's like, in, like not a small amount, but like medium. Yeah. Yeah. That she's in it. Mm-hmm. It was still good. Yeah. Okay. But it just wasn't, as far as the genre is concerned, it wasn't exactly what I thought it was going into it. And you thought, okay, you thought it'd be leaning more into the comedic side of the rom com. Yeah. But lean more into the romantic, we love money side of the rom com side. Yeah, it was much more more drama than. Uh, Everybody than loves your, money. Chris. More drama than uh, than your mom. Than <laughs> what was what else is he on these planes? Huh? What else is he on the airplanes? I'm talking about the airplanes specifically. What's he? Do you remember seeing? Do you remember watching? Oh. What scene? Yeah, no. Whatever. Do you remember scene? What remember you watching on planes, flying, screens in front of you? Yes. Turn hitting play. Yes. Oh God. So Can much. you sleep on airplanes? We. You... No, I can't. Do you sleep on airplanes, Drew, on these long flights? On drugs, yes. No, on drugs. That's fair. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Take a Xanax. Uh, have a couple shots. I have that. Out. He- I have that head dip thing. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that sucks. I hate that. You can't keep your head steady. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. That's the only reason I can't. I'm afraid to snore slash drool in front. Well, of I mean, at that point in time, I need to get. I would need to have a window seat as well. So you can lean on so something. I can lean on something. Yeah. Because I can't. I can't do the just like leaning straight back. I can't do uh, it. I remember seeing a couple of people with like a Starbucks cup that were like waiting to board, and I'm like, you're an idiot. Like you're gonna get hopped up on caffeine and then go sit in a chair for yep. 17 hours. Yeah, 14 to 17 hours. Yeah. Uh, do you, yeah. What, do you remember watching any other movies? What else do you remember watching? Or I, was I there all? It all went by in a blur. It just all went by. Now, how about when you're in China and you know when we we all do these vacations, especially the longer the vacation, the more likely this is to happen, mm. where you have downtime. Yeah. You're back in the hotel room. You're chilling somewhere. Yeah, you know, yeah. Put on the TV in the hotel room, or maybe you're sitting in a bar and the TV's on. So did you watch anything? Like, why? What did you do? In that I game? watched ladies uh, billiards. Get at it, really? Yeah, <laughs> ladies billiards. Yeah, was that on a lot? Um, no, just this one time. But I okay. was like, but it was one of those things where like I turned the TV on and I was like, yes. Uh, but like, it was like all in Chinese, Chinese production. Chinese yeah, ladies billiards. And I watched the whole thing. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, cause it's very, it, I mean, it's relaxing. All you hear is like, 
like the thing and then you hear like click 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 yeah the sound of the, <laughs> the, of ball, the actual, yeah it's very asmr yeah uh ladies and gentlemen, what else what's you remember anything else you're watching like i mean you're just flipping through tv are you watching the news like in chinese having no idea what they're saying oh, oh i love i love because I, I would do that i love doing that in europe yeah see that's yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. i would I love would. to have done yeah. that but like you know you turn the tv on and they had like cnn and no oh, and it was an american uh, there was okay. tons of yeah it was a lot of that yeah. Okay, fair enough. So then you just watched uh, Friends. Yeah. I, I actually watched Friends uh, in Chinese. Yes. Or no, I'm sorry. It was in English, but like Chinese. Uh, uh, oh, Chinese subtitles. Subtitles. Yeah. Um, and it was an ep- I forgot what episode it was, but it was an episode I was familiar with, so yeah. I didn't care. It was the it, it, it was the woman sitting next to me. She was holding an iPad and she was watching it. So I was just like watching it over her Wait, shoulder. Wait, you were watching Friends on some other lady's life? Don't do that. <laughs> That's hilarious. My mom did that once on an airplane. We were flying, and I was, she's on the window seat. I'm in the middle seat, and in the, in the aisle seat was some dude who had his laptop out, and he was watching the Mark Wahlberg movie, um, the one with the Deepwater Horizon, mm-hmm. the one with the exploding uh, yeah. oil rig. And then my mom was like leaning over, like watching it, making comments to me. I'm like, stop, like, stop, watching, stop watching his movie. That's his movie. Like, look. You have a TV screen. Do your own thing, and, and she would just like keep watching his. his, 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 his <laughs> I was awkward. being discreet. It was very no. She was not discreet, but it was very awkward. Uh, you think you were being discreet? This lady was like, "This guy is watching." Me. Until I laughed, like when something <laughs> funny happened. Exactly, and then I was just like, <clears throat> "You son of a! How dare you <laughs> cop off her uh, her entertainment?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything else? Uh, weather news reports. Uh, I keep going back to news reports. How about uh, was there a Chinese version of like cops or live PD? I did, at, at any, I was gonna say actually, at any weather wise, at any given time, it was for anywhere from uh, twenty degrees to forty degrees. Oh, so it's just cold. Yeah, the so, most. I, so what's the time over there? The highest. Um, yeah, the highest I had over there was was forty degrees. So you're bundled up pretty good. Yeah, I even wore a scarf for the first time. Nice scarves yeah. are fun. They I'm, are. I've always liked the good scarf. I didn't know that until I like well, put one on. It's, it's great. very stylish. Florida. Yeah, we need to wear a scarf in Florida. We don't get to wear them. You didn't go to a movie theater. You see any movie theaters? You see any marquees with like? Uh, I think I saw one. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, a lot of the places that we went were. Uh, you know what? They, it is weird because we've gone to plenty of like downtown looking places, you know, like mm-hmm. that have all sorts of like you know modern stuff. Yeah, I don't remember seeing many movie theaters. Oh, they're, no, they're, yeah, yeah, that's it, interesting. Oh, there's such a big market over there, the Chinese movie market. You know, you would think there'd be a lot of movie stuff, even for their movies everywhere. Yeah, I remember the first time I was in Europe in the 90s, there was a bunch of posters for uh, uh first there were posters for Escape from LA. Ooh. Okay. And but I was like twelve years old. I hadn't seen Escape from New York, so I, so all the posters were like Snake is back. And I was like Snake is back. He never left. I didn't know he was gone. Who's the Snake guy? <laughs> and then uh, there were posters for this movie OSS like one seventeen or something, which ended up being like their it's their parody of like James Bond movies. Oh, okay. And they made a whole bunch of them. Really? Really? Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is this? And I was in France at the time, and it was very big over there. This was ninety six. <laughs> a long time ago holy cow uh anyway awesome man and you're back you made it back yes now if you if you want to hear him talk about how did if you know steve you know he has the food stuff going on how did he get by with the food you gotta listen to what's the fuss for that yes that the latest episode of what's the fuss to go deep into that they make you eat some uh i'm surely cold fried zucchini uh, i know right it was cold uh, wasn't it 
It was it was cold. It was cold. garbage. Anyone would spit that crap out. Yeah, cold fried food. That's not the way it works. It has to be fresh and hot and right there. That's the way fried food works. So uh, listen to Steve um, audibly reject cold fried zucchini and then tell more tales, non movie tales, non entertainment tales of going to China. Yeah, you know, you know, the one thing I found really weird, like personally, yeah, uh, was uh, and I know a lot of Europe is is like this. Um, but I mean, you know, they, they don't, um, uh, they don't use ice in their drinks and stuff. And a lot of times too, like they'll, yeah, we're ice yeah, crazy in America. You have to ask yeah, for it. They, yeah. They'll even like, they have, think, they think we're weirdly obsessed with it for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, you'd go to like, they even have those like refrigerators, like you would get where you open it up, like, you know, a convenience store or whatever and grab a Coke or whatever. And yeah. it's like, they don't turn them on. Oh, everything's well room temp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some occasionally some are on because yeah. you know they cater to the tourists, but for the most part, you're like it's in a refrigerator. Why isn't this refrigerator? Because they're just using it as a storage, as yeah, a it, or whatever. As exactly. Person. But like, we can't afford the cost. After being there for like four days, though, like I, I you got used to it. I didn't even think about it. Like I grab a uh, you know warm water and just start I'm, drinking it. I drink my water warm anyway. You can drink it faster that way. Well, I'm and, one of those, and your body does less work to have to convert it to. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm one of those people though. That, like I'm obsessed with ice. Yes, you're an American. Yeah. This is the way we do it in America. Give, give me that bag of ice for a dollar at McDonald's. Yeah. Yes, exactly. See, see. Uh, also, listen to what's the fuss we're going to talk about. That smog stuff. That's like L.A. in the 80s. That is level so smog. crazy. Yeah, it's oh, it's even worse than that. Is it even worse? Man, yeah. they talk about that. And I mean, uh, Do they have toxic black snow like they have in Russia? Oh, that's from that cold town. Yeah, no, it's the cold that they're doing. It's even... Well, it's all a mix of bad... Bad environmental practices. I was gonna there. say, I think this is like not coal, but like the usual like smokestacks, smoke yeah. from, from yeah. factories, terrible yeah. emissions over but, there. Yeah, so like no crazy. regulations. That's why the, when it comes to the the world climate talks, India and China are like, "Come on, guys, you gotta get this." Sh-. And Brazil too is against that point. It's like, "Come on, guys, you really fucking shit up for the rest of us." Yeah, and I hear Beijing's gotten much better actually. Yeah, exactly. Which and, is and, weird and, to me because I was like, "What? I can't see the moon." And it's so bad. Yeah, yeah. But then you just think about how. If you look at pictures of um, L.A. 70s, yeah, uh, just as bad. Small, crazy, yes. terrible, really terrible. Now, places like L.A., Chicago, New York, there's some of the the greenest, uh, cleanest when it comes to air particulates. Well, it's because they know. The they know what happens when you get the air like that. It's not good for anybody or anything. It's pretty, yeah, exactly. It's pretty well, and I never really thought much of the sky. Like, just like, yep, there it is, you know. Until but it's gone. When I came back, I was like, oh, my God. Until the sky gets blotted <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, from your from your man-made grossness. Yeah. Isn't it wild? It's pretty crazy. We take it for granted here in the beautiful state of uh, Then we should because it shouldn't be that like shouldn't be that like any different anywhere else. It shouldn't be that bad. Um, Steve, glad you're back. Huh? Glad you're back. Glad you're safe. Glad it worked out for you. People listen to What's the Fuss and also listen to State of the Beer Union. Yes. For the stories you already told and then for any other stories I'm sure you'll tell to Leslie Joe for a tidbit. Yes. So listen to that tidbits. Listen to that stuff as well. This guy's a busy dude. Also, when's off cuts starting? Um, I'm not exactly sure because we were looking at the day of the week that would be best to uh, to release it. Um, I was going to talk to you about that after the show, actually. Okay, we'll figure that out after the show. Yeah. So that's coming soon. Off cuts. Elliot uh, from Orlando Meats is hosting that show. Is it a food show ostensibly? Uh-huh. Or, oh, yep. Great. Yep. Fantastic. So. Off Cuts is the food show. The Meat Limit is the entertainment show. Okay, excellent. I know, right? I, I I was just listening to Meat Limit on the way over here. It's a good show. Oh, it's such a great show. They're good. They know what they're doing over there. Shout out to Scarlett for hooking us up, uh, for coming to us with the idea, and we're glad to work with them. 
And it's cool to be able to, I mean, let's just let's, let's say it is, it is what it is. I wanted to expand a network outside of our circle there in North Carolina slash Virginia. Uh, I love North yeah, Carolina. It's fantastic. So we're, we're expanding what PFT media means. Um, they have mountains. They do have mountains. Yeah. Is that where the smoky ones are? And a clear where sky. Where the smokies at? Sm- that's where the smokies are in North Carolina, yeah. I've done the drive through the smoky mountains where it's like, Oh, God damn gorgeous. it, it's so foggy and crazy. And they're also like weirdly uh like round. Yeah. You know, like they're yeah, short. They they're like short and round. You you picture the the crackly mountains that go straight up and they're short head. round, yeah. Yeah, they're short rounds. <laughs> no time for love, Dr. Jones. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Drew Sigiron. Uh let's do our movie review of the film Arctic. The hot the hotly anticipated. Everyone knew this was coming. And we we've been dancing them out. We've been people. <laughs> it's twenty over twenty minutes into the episode. They're wondering when are they going to talk about Arctic? Arctic? We're finally going to do it. Here we go, Steve. We went and saw Arctic. Okay. Uh, it's Mads Mikkelsen versus the cold. Okay. Pretty much. Well, Ma- Mads Mikkelsen plus one. Mads Mikkelsen plus one versus the cold. Mads Mikkelsen. What what else has he been in? Like, most popular thing is that's Hannibal on TV. Yeah. Right? Okay, is, does, is he Hannibal? Yeah. Okay, I like him. He's or, very, he has a very strange look. Yes. Very he was strange. also the guy with the bleeding eye in the 007 movie. Casino Royale. Yeah. The first Daniel Craig, James I Bond I knew movie. that's where I... Okay. So he's done some high-profile stuff. Yeah, yeah when watching Hannibal stuff. the whole time, I was going, what have I Where's seen him in? Yeah. Uh, he's been around for a while, but Casino Royale was his first big thing, and he's parlayed that into some good roles and some leading stuff in smaller productions. So in this one, it starts with him. Uh, his plane has already crashed, and he's in the Arctic. He's fishing. Does he do even know where he is in the Arctic? Mm, no. I mean, the people have, like, I don't know, like, you see... You see Somewhere probably in Asia, maybe because everything everything's in Sanskrit on the e- on the eastern side of Scandinavia, close and, enough that there's some Asian countries and and all the other stuff like there was a Chinese flag on that helicopter and it looked like a Tibetan flag and yeah. some other so Asian countries somewhere so. over there on that side, yeah. the world over there. So the movie starts with him already stranded in the Arctic and his planes crashed and he's already a few weeks into survival mode, if not yeah, longer, if not longer. So it starts with him like already going through his routine of uh, like this is him doing ice fishing. This is how he's been eating his cold fish for. Mm-hmm. That's how he's been surviving and um, all the little things like that. Mm-hmm. It's only what an hour and thirty eight minutes, 37. hour 40, 37. So it's not that long of a movie, and it's good because it's really mostly just him. And then even when another character does come into play, that character doesn't really speak. So it's always no. just him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he doesn't really say much. And he doesn't say much. And it's him for a while deciding out: Do I stay in this spot and continue waiting for help in this remote spot? I've or, done all I can. Or do we actively try to yeah. save ourselves? And he does seem to be waiting for at least the weather to get better, so that something. So at least overnight, he knows he won't freeze overnight, and he can travel to like the nearest. It's like several days walk. Well, the thing he didn't know to, he to did, the nearest place. He at that point in time he didn't necessarily know where he was where at he was and where the nearest and what place was around. Was. That's true. So you need so, more information. So, so what, it's all about him, you know, know, figuring out all that. Once the helicopter crashes. So uh, it's a, I thought it was a good movie. It was fun. It, it reminded me a lot of All Is Lost with Robert Redford. You ever see that one, Steve? No. Robert Redford on a boat being screwed the entire time. Uh, it's what, the same uh, thing. Uh, sailboat? Yeah. One man sailboat? Yep. 
he's sailing around the world and gets he gets a hole punctured he, in the side. Exactly. He's like while he's sleeping one day, one night, uh, a shipping a rogue just a shipping container is out in the middle of the ocean. That spilled and, off that fell off a boat. Yeah, and it Ship. crashes a giant hole in his hull. So the boat his ship slowly sinks, his boat slowly sinks. A whole hull a whole hull, a whole hull. <laughs> and his ship slowly sinks, and it's him trying to survive out in the middle of the ocean. This is a similar thing where it's Mads Mikkelsen trying to survive out in the middle of the, the Arctic wilderness, battling the storms <laughs> and the snow. And the ice and the cold. And the ice and the cold and the frostbite and all that wonderful uh-huh. stuff. And uh, it, you Polar know, bears. Polar bears. Yeah. Big, big heads on those polar bears, man. Those things, those heads are huge. Uh, so I think... It's a pretty good movie. That's good. It's gonna be the type of thing people end up watching on Netflix and Amazon. And Redbox. Like, and Redbox. I'm like, yeah, it's and when it's over, like, it's fine. Yeah. It's good. I mean, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's not fine. Bad. Yeah, because it's not bad at all. There are a few things, moments here and there, where he makes some decisions or character decisions. Where I'm like, hey, I got me could I can't see him panicking at any point. He doesn't really panic. He never panics. No. Yeah, he's, he's very stone faced. He's like, I exactly I have a plan of action. I know what the fuck I'm he's doing. He's a very pragmatic character, which I think is what makes it interesting. Because it's like, oh, this guy, he seems to have been like preparing for this moment where he gets stranded <laughs> because he knows exactly what he's going to do. He's been taking stranded lessons. <laughs> yes, he yeah. has been because like he he has like his watch goes do do Mary, so he has things set off in intervals. He has a schedule. It's very funny. <laughs> it's very funny how overly <coughs> prepared he is for this very specific situation. <laughs> but I guess it, if you're going to be living in that part of the world and like flying your tiny planes, you have to. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, he was part of some that looked like some sort of polar, like an express company where basically, like, he, he's flying things like over the North Pole. He was delivering stuff in yeah. that part of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, thank God I brought my hull tape. Yes. <laughs> well, if I throw the boat. Out here, it's like he needed a wing tape, a lot of wing uh, tape. He needed a new wing. He needed a new wing, a whole new wing, and an engine, or a polar bear that he could put a saddle on and ride <laughs> to, to safety somewhere. But that didn't happen either. Um, you know, Drew. I think the lesson of the movie is: uh, if you see a polar bear, you you just you just feed it the burrito, and you don't worry about it, and you just go on. I mean, why just give the give the polar bear the burrito? You know, what I'm I mean, about? you I, know what I'm saying. I would have tried to kill it with the ice pick, but that's just me. With the ice pick. I love wow. the idea of giving a bear a burrito. Exactly. You, have, you got a big old burrito there just ready to give that bear, right? And then just, right, Drew? Why are you dragging that burrito around? I mean, it's heavy, too. Give it, it's a very heavy burrito. Give it to the bear. This guy wants to kill the bear. Yeah. I say feed the bear. Make it your friend. Okay. Put a saddle on it. Right. It's safe. <laughs> so feed it the burrito, then saddle. And then saddle it up. Because it's sated. Uh-huh. It becomes your willing servant. Okay. Put the burrito on a hit on a fish it, hook. You, know that, you could do it like cartoon that, style. Oh, there you go. That's on a, a steak. That's even better. That's a different. That's a whole different movie. And I like it. That's an even better movie. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that movie, the uh, Golden Compass one yes, with Daniel Craig and with, the other bear. They saddled the bear. Yeah. They had that one, the the bear fight where one bear like swiped at the other one and knocked its lower jaw off yeah. and its jaw and flying like towards the camera in what? 3D. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, this was supposed to be a kid's movie too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't see it because I oh, uh, you sh- it you, sounded bad. You should it's not wa- bad. It's, it's a, some weird fantasy movie with Daniel Craig. It's really weird. It's based on a bunch of books that are now getting turned into a Amazon series? Okay. It's a series I mean, for sure. Because the movie I think Amazon. did not do well. Movie didn't, they did not do any more movies. They only did one movie. The series is called His Dark Materials, and I think it's like the, <sighs> I think it, it's a terrible name for a series, but I think it is the atheist version of like Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah, that's cool. 
Okay. So, so kill like a whole long fantasy series, but instead but, of but no God, yeah, instead of Christianity being the background, it's like secular humanism is supposed to be the back the background okay. of it or something like that. But still, when you said that at first, I was like, animals. oh, so they just didn't have a lion? <laughs> no, instead they have bears. They have bears. Yeah. Oh, okay. Polar bears. Polar bears and other animals. Right. A lot of so many animals. So many animals. Might as well be a box of crackers. So a drift was okay. Right. Wasn't bad. It was okay. Yeah, I'd recommend yeah. watching it. I mean, if if you have the option to watch what, what it, what I call it, a drift Arctic it, or drift is something else. If you if you like Mads Mikkelsen and you like you know these solo survival movies, it's definitely worth watching. There you go. Uh, so that's what we reviewed. Drew, we watched anything else lately? You see anything this week? Oh, I finished it? Assassin's Creed. You finished this Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. That's been about a three week journey for yeah. you. About two so, three weeks. So I killed uh, I killed the Minotaur. Okay. I cool. killed I killed the Cyclops. Oh, Felicitas. I outsmarted the Sphinx. Hey, you, you solved the riddle uh-huh. of the Sphinx? Uh-huh. What was the riddle? Can it, I solve it? It, it was something stupid. Something I forget. Nonsense. It was pretty easy. Uh, and then What I, is two plus two? I also uh, I killed Medusa. What is two plus two? Four? You, you, oh, <laughs> I, I knew that was too easy. I solved the riddle of the Sphinx. Yeah, but you killed Medusa? Call for head? Yeah, kill Medusa. You don't cut off her head, but yeah, kill Medusa. But if you call for head, then you use it as a weapon. Well, no, there's a, it, it's... It, different it's assassin's creed medusa it's, it's not mm-hmm. mythological beast it's i like my medusa a woman shit. named medusa a woman no. named medusa is just you just stabbed a woman in the, in the back no she was a monster okay uh, oh, okay <laughs> a monster named medusa and definitely was trying to turn me to stone but she it's was different. A, she was a true monster yeah, yes, exactly so I, mean, I, 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 I wasn't hercules so it, it wasn't that medusa she wanted me to clean up my room and pick up my no, but clothes it was, i mean you just talk about your mother drew it was it was a lot of fun you know okay going across the aegean sea in your little boat and mm-hmm. murdering the fuck out of cultists mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. giant battles athens and sparta like literally like you know how you sometimes you see online those like what happens if like a thousand bears fight a billion penguins? Oh yeah, yeah, you know yeah. shit like that. Like they had these giant epic battles where there are literally probably about a hundred NPCs on like in this little area, and you can kill any of them because mm-hmm. it's like a giant old school battle. Because it takes place during the Pel- Peloponnesian the Wars, p- 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 the, the the Polynesian sauce wars. Yes, the Polynesian yes. sauce wars. Yeah, well, there's a great lack of Polynesian sauce, as we all know. In the Chick Fil A army yeah. uh, won that one, <laughs> and they've sustained they've been the, the, the victors ever since. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a valuable resource. Uh, the Polynesian sauce. Yeah, it's fine. All right, so you finished. It's done though. Assassin's Creed yeah, Odyssey. You're done with it. Thing, yeah. All right, is that it? That was your week, pretty much. Then, uh, entertainment wise, relaxing wise. Yeah. Because uh, did a lot of work. I pretty much did some finishing too. I finished the Future Noir. Dealt with bullshit. So I finished Future Noir. Yeah, the making I, of Blade Runner. I, I know Chris. And we did the Blade Runner bonus episode. Just kind of myself yeah. that people can hear at Patreon.com/slash Crespo D. So if you sign up to be a patron, you can hear our one dollar for one dollar. You can hear us do an hour long breakdown of the history of the movie Blade Runner. From pre-production to all the different versions to the final cut. Oh, so like original concepts and everything, like, you know what I mean? So like, the concept where it started from, how they cast the people, oh, all the cool. problems that they had, the money issues, really Scott being fired from the production but staying on board, the uh, the voiceover narration, the unicorn stuff, all of that. We talk about all of it in an hour. That's Patreon, awesome. Patreon.com. Uh, or if you live in Gainesville at some point very befitting of Blade Runner you'll be able to hear a broadcast only edited version <laughs> on, on WGOT in Gainesville say fuck a lot. because we're going to be syndicated there uh, that episode so uh, people will be able to hear it randomly live nice on a if small volunteer radio station yep. in Gainesville WGOT 
And it'll be they'll edit out the the naughty words and maybe yeah. have to cut it down to make it fit their time frame. Mm-hmm. So much like Blade Runner, yeah. it'll be it'll a edit. second weird, <laughs> hard to find version of the episode out there. So I'm fine nice. with that. I In like this it. case, I'm very much fine with that. I like it. It's gonna be good stuff. Uh, also, I think I talked about this last week. John Grant. I'm still listening to John Grant. Yes, a lot of John Grant. And okay, and I started season three of The Expanse. I've seen the first episode of that. Well, you, how was the first two seasons? Fine, they're good. good. It's like seventy percent of a good show. Okay. I like the big ideas. I like how where season three is starting off at, at you know where they pick up where they left off is good, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm enjoying it. It's a bummer though that I know season three isn't the end of the story because again, it's but, it's, based on but books. it's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. So uh, yeah. get ready for. Uh, Unfinished business. Well, I mean, some things linger too long. Like this Viking show that I watch, it's definitely like probably two seasons. It, past it should have been. It should have been finished. Yeah, yeah, that happens often. Doesn't happen often. It's a bummer when it does. Uh, I started True Detective. I watched the first episode oh, season three. Yeah, of season three. It was a good episode. Yeah, I'm definitely intrigued. There, it's on like three different timelines. Okay, so it's like, oh god, I gotta pay attention to all this yeah. stuff. I've, I've been you, meaning to watch first the first season. The, the first, first season's one, great. And I, then stop. Yeah, yeah. First one's first great. one's great. The second one is it, it, uh, even if it's not great, is it worth watching? The second one, seriously, in all reality, got, I think I, I think it has some stuff. In I'm not sure if it has anything that's necessarily worth. You watching. You know what's worth watching? It kills in, time. You know what's worth watching in season two of True Detective? Hmm. Past guest of Cinema Crespi, so oh, yeah. Brett Rice. Ah, Brett Rice is in the episode as a rich white guy at a sex party. Isn't that great. always what's there? It's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Rachel Rachel McAdams is in it. She gets dosed and sent to a sex party. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Yes. Yeah. So I think Fred is worth watching. Okay, to see Brett Rice. Why not? He's no. awesome. I'm surprised. Is anybody like, you're surprised that he was a guest on our show? Me too. He's he was like in movies and stuff. And, well, but he was here. I don't know why this thing right there. This is this is only halfway uh, related. But I mean, I was thinking about that one show where uh, like it was the beginning of profiling. You know, uh, the Mindhunter. Mindhunter. Have Have you heard about anything about season two coming out or because it was really good? Yeah, and then, it has been greenlit and they are working on it. It's a David Fincher show, so he's going to take. I knew it'd be gr- I knew it would be greenlit because yeah. you know the first one did so well. But I mean, what, there is no way there. Yeah, wasn't people didn't going like to. it. People talked about it and made a little bit of a dent in the. Cultural I would love talk, to continue so. that. They mm-hmm. are for sure uh, continuing. Season. Yeah, Mindhunter was a great show. I agree, fantastic show. Um, so those are shows I started watching. So Steve, I know you just came back from China and all that stuff. Yes. You watching anything that you want to throw I, out there? Pr- pretty much or? YouTube stuff, just because I'm I'm like kind of shortening after watching seven movies in a row on yeah. the way back. I was like, you know what? I'm 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 in the mood for seven, some short media. Seven movies. Apparently, you can't remember most of them. Right? I know that's fine. That's how good they were. Crazy Rich Asians. Any Oscar movies that you watch? Maybe? N- no, but you know what I found really Star is Born, Aquaman, Aquaman. They didn't have a Star is Born. I would have jumped on that. Kung Fu Panda three. I did not know that existed. I'm not sure. Yeah, Brian Cranston's in it. Yeah, Brian Cranston's in it. Is he? Yeah. It's one where Poe finds his real family and his real dad. Oh, yeah. It's all the pandas. Yeah, it's all the pandas. Huh. I didn't see it. I just know that it exists. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even know that much. I know. So you guys didn't feel so bad that you didn't see it. Yeah. So you know what I did find weird, though? There was like, um, out of, uh, when I was, you know, searching through and everything. Now, I've seen all of the Mission Impossible movies. Yes. Yeah. But had four of them on the plane. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Which I thought was... That's a decent amount of them. Like, wow. Like, just the first four? Uh, no, it was the latest four. Okay, so... All the crazy three, action Three, ones. four, five, six? Yeah. Three, four, yeah. Yeah, they just didn't have the first two, but yeah, I thought all that the, was... All the J.J. Abrams produced ones. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that's a lot in a series, and usually they just have, like, you know... Only give you one or two? Newer... Well, I was going to say newer, you know what I mean? Like, stuff... 
Well, I guess they came in a bundle. I mean, even with, you know, Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp, like, those two came out pretty much right well, after each other. You know what I mean? Well, I mean like, here's the thing, though. Also, you got to realize you were just on a plane for, how what, 14 hours? It's not like you don't have time to catch up on all four of the fucking movies. That's very true. In a row. Yeah, they were like, hey, maybe someone wants to watch all these. And, and one of the Tom Cruise, like, I forgot which movie, but basically it's where he's, like, running across a bridge or something. Uh, and, like, all the places look the same. So he doesn't know where to, I don't remember. But anyway, we went there. That's the <laughs> oh you went there in the, yeah, yeah it was in China yeah that's awesome yeah yeah plenty of uh, movie locations in China yeah I mean it was literally like oh Tom see you got bridge. way better options than uh, my last international flight to or from Amsterdam I, it was like what do you want you can either close your eyes or you can watch Becker ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Becker Becker I fell asleep I woke up and there were still Becker I was like God damn it. <laughs> Becker. There is, there is a YouTube video, though. Speaking of YouTube videos, uh-huh. we'll wrap up that guy got a free for my drink, mm-hmm. so we'll wrap up the half here. Yeah. Wrap the title, but YouTube videos on Becker, there's this YouTube video of a guy wearing like a like a puffy coat, headband, and sunglasses. He's got a crazy mustache. Then he sets, he's in the kitchen. He sets up his camera on his computer, mm-hmm. and he plays the Becker theme song. <laughs> <laughs> For an hour, on an hour loop. What? Oh, God. And then he dances to the whole thing, drinking a beer, dancing. And just like, like dance like a goober. It's a that Becker. That's great. And then oh, this whole thing plays out as he does. Like, uh, Yes, I have watched the whole thing. About 30 or 40 <laughs> minutes in, 30 or 40 minutes in, like he gets a phone call. And it's like his school, his kid's school. And he's like, yeah, I'll come and get the kid. It's no problem, but I just got to finish what I'm doing, daddy-o. And then he's like, goes back to dancing. And he gets another phone call, and it's his ex-wife. And he's like, yeah, I know. I'm in the middle of doing something, baby. And, and then it it's, goes deep. It's weird. <laughs> it's a lot like Tom Tom Hardy in a car, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? It's weird. That how sounds it, amazing. All of a sudden, you just find yourself engrossed. Like, oh. There's, a, there's an actual story here. It, oh, it, I watched it, Venom. On the there plane. we go. Oh, what'd you, th- what'd you think? What a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Now you know what we ta- we're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. But I mean, you get see, it. But I mean, like, it's beyond shit in that, like, you're like, how did this get made? Like, these these people are filmmakers. Like, this is not yeah. their first, this is not their first time doing this. Anything. And how did this movie happen yeah. the how way did, it happened? How did it happen? That's very funny. <laughs> You know, like yeah. that—that's like a, a and, Ferrari, you know, course, you know designer on, coming out with like a Pinto. Like it doesn't. <laughs> and of course, it's on on a plane on the way to or from China. Mm-hmm. It was a huge hit it in was. China. Yeah, you know, made a lot of money over there. Even Transformers movies. You didn't see Bumblebee. Bumblebee wasn't on the. I'm trying to think. No, Chinese. I think sticks. that's too new. A little too new. Yeah, perhaps. Venom. Star was born around that time. What else? Venom. Yeah, I wish Star Wars Born was on there because I wanted to see that. Well, although the other thing too, when I was watching Venom, and I don't think this this didn't matter much because I could tell when when they were cutting something for you know, but they cut things for violence uh, on Mm -hmm. on the plane and for time. I don't know why for time there's no advertising or anything, and you're on a plane, so who gives a shit? Yeah, but. Also for time. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, that may be a good thing with Venom. So mm-hmm. with Venom, like I could see it was pretty obvious where, well, where it was cut, where I was like, here's the thing, know. though. Maybe not because there were a lot of those abrupt fucking bullshit like that in the theatrical version because they shot a supposedly R-rated movie, but then edited it down to PG-13 mm-hmm. before they released it. So maybe we were seeing the cuts that are in the movie anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see that much violence. That so. still seemed, yeah, it's weird how they cut. Yeah, they cut to something. Obviously, something violence about to happen and then they cut away. Yeah, yeah. they do that a lot. They do that a lot. God damn, these yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. 
Wells Fargo. But it wouldn't have saved it. I don't care how good it yeah, was. No, it wasn't a very good movie. No. The best parts are all the sexy Tom Hardy venom. acting crazy and then the sexy, sexy venom. venom. All the weird venom stuff. Uh, I enjoyed the, the Deadpool venom banter that they had to no, go back and forth. That was fine. But the beginning of the movie and the end of the movie, trash. Mm-hmm. Trashy McTrashington. Uh, Patreon.com slash Crespison. There's a spoiler bonus episode there. There is. Yeah. It's a shame because I love Tom Hardy. Yeah, we all do. We all love Tom Hardy. We're all saying, yes, Tom Hardy. I saw his venom in the movie as well as <laughs> I was on an airplane in World War One. You were two. Two. Two, I, I know shit. I did find that the, the suit talking, like, uh, it had a great personality. Like, yeah. They they did a very good job of... That's what we're saying. Deadpool Venom, where he has, like, yeah. he was a snappy, witty banter. Yeah. Jokes. Uh, he's like, oh, my, in my world, I'm a loser. Like, he was like, what? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's funny. But it gave him, like, he had, a, like, a very uh, palpable personality. Like, it was there. He wasn't just a monster or just a thing. Yeah, yeah. it was good. You lo- and I, I liked him. Venom had a charisma. Yeah. But then he also had a name like Venom, and there was another one with a name like Riot, and there was another one. They all have the dumb names. They have these they have Eng- American, American English American. analog names. <laughs> that make no sense at all. They're from another planet. <laughs> Their names should be like... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Which roughly, in your language, translates to... <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, so there is no translation. No, no we're aliens. This makes no sense that my name is Venom. Okay, good to know. Thank you. Yep. And what's up with that accent? He for sure re-recorded his... Guess it's like Bad Jersey accent. We're going to take a break. I'm super glad that you remember that you saw Venom. So yeah. I, I've written down here, Crazy Rich Asians, Entman 1 and 2, and Venom. That's 4-7. That's 4? Venom. Venom. That'd be a better movie, probably. Yeah, just Venom going around uh, eating food and critiquing restaurants. Yeah. Venom, nom, nom, nom. Is his version of Chef's Table, but the he's food like, he's critiquing is the head of the waiter. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no, at the end, at the end of it, depending on whether he likes the food or not. So he goes to like French Laundry and he's like, oh, nom 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 nom, and then he eats the waiter. <laughs> it was good. I like it. Eats the waiter. Yeah, that's a, that's a, when he likes the food. He eats the waiter. We're gonna take a break. I need refill, and then Drew's gonna smoke something. Yep, and then we're gonna be back in the second half of the show. Yes, we have one email to read. Yes, we do. And then I have some news stories, and then we're gonna finish it. All, All right. right. All right. Show. It's Cinema Crash for D-Show. Drew's the Cogburn. How you doing? Doing okay. 
Hi, how you doing? Sure. How you doing? Doing good, feeling good? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're just having fun, Drew. Ah, this is what we digress to. I yes. love it. I like it. <laughs> How you doing, Steve? I'm doing it. It's already ASMR crowd. Yeah. This is a Fisher ASMR episode. Well, actually, you know the one that I did to go to sleep, you know? Yeah. It, they tell stories, but they're boring stories, right? Oh, that makes sense. Where, where nothing happens. I went to the store and, and, I, <laughs> and I went to find some milk. Yeah. And, and they were out of milk. So I talked to the manager and I put in an order for some milk. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that? Or, yeah. Or like, you know, See, I, I could do I this. Was, Pay was, me money. Yeah. They'd be See, like, Drew I was walking asleep. down the street. <laughs> I was walking down the sidewalk and I just noticed that the grass was kind of da da da. It's interesting. But um, yeah, it was called Nothing Happens. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's like, actually so. It's basically ASMR Seinfeld, which is great advertising. Because <laughs> when I saw that it was called Nothing Happens, yeah. I was like, there were like three or four others I'd looked at, you know, just titles, or whatever, you know. And yeah. I was like, well, I'm listening to this one because that's hilarious. I have to find out what happens when nothing happens. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's really funny. There uh, you go. Some ASMR for for our. What, what about the non ASMRs? Asmers. Are they called asthmers? I have no idea. They're called asthma free. Asthma free. Weird. They go asthma free. They go asthma free. There we go. Yeah. We gotta go asthma free. I only like exciting stuff. Uh, plugs patreon.com slash so sign up for our stuff pay us monies listen to our show Drew where can people find you online at antihero419 Facebook and Instagram damn straight follow at Drewster Cogburn on Twitter it's not me but it's not him Steve yes just google Steve Etchie. google Steve Etchie you can find everything except my personal email which is steve.etchie at gmail.com steve.etchie at gmail.com has anyone ever sent you an email I like saying that fast it, it's, I don't know why it's so satisfying steve.etchie at gmail.com yes has anyone sent you an email uh, uh, no, never, no, not once. Never, you put not it out there all the time. time. Ron, email me. Ron, you're listening. Email Steve. Steve's not at you. It'll make me feel important. Just say hello. <laughs> just say. I say that on every show, and I've never got. You never anything. got the emails, no. right? Isn't that crazy? You put that like you're so accessible. Yeah, all, all all the shows like you know get emails all the time for the shows, but nobody's ever emailed me. God damn it, people! Yeah, email the man. Send him, send him a missive of love or hate. He just wants to know that you acknowledge his existence. Oh, by the way, did you notice, you know, like my, my uh, voice is a little scratchy and everything? No, you just sound like your typical party girl voice. <laughs> Here, you want me to fix that? I'll fix it for you. Well, Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're getting, oh, much better. Like this. Daddy likey. <laughs> Why you got to go creepy with it, man? Here, I'll give you this one. Okay. Oh, daddy likey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Um, I forgot what I was saying now. <laughs> uh, you were saying how it's like when you get the emails and Ron doesn't email you because he doesn't love you anymore. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. In fact, I finished that up on a very sad note. I have nothing yeah. else to say about that. It's cool. We Ron still, email me. We still love Ron. He's a great guy. Oh, Ron's the, the, the shit. Yeah. Cinema Crespo on Instagram. Cinema Crespo on Facebook group. ChrisCrespo.com, PFT Media. You guys know. You guys know the score, right? You yeah. Know. yeah. You guys know the score. Yeah. Most of the people listening now, uh, at this point, you could probably listen to... Okay, well, we're not going to talk about the Oscars much now. Okay. Because it's happening tonight. Uh, uh, wait, oh, that's tonight. It's yeah. tonight. Okay, and I know they did not have a... There's no host this time. No host. 
Just a bunch of presenters. Do you know how that's going to work? Yeah, there's a, bunch, a different presenter will come out for everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. They've gone hostless before. And I'm sure they'll just have some guy sitting behind a microphone saying, and now Musical. presenting, blah, 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 blah. Musical guest, Cherry Poppin' Daddy. It's always <laughs> Cherry Poppin' Daddy's with you, Chris. Because it's a funny name. <laughs> always. Musical guest, Harvey Danger. I love Harvey Danger. Do you? Yeah, I do. Musical guest, Crash Test Dummies. <laughs> Is that a better mm-hmm. truth? You're smiling, but you're not laughing. Musical <laughs> guest, Share. That's hard to say, Share. That's that's why you paid Don Pardo. That's yeah. why you paid Don Pardo to fly in yes. from Florida. To, not from Florida, but they flew. Did you know that? So yep. Don Pardo. Yep. Was it Chicago? Was it Chicago? I think it was Chicago. They SNL. NBC would fly him in on Saturdays to do the intro for Saturday Night Live, and then before the show's even over, he's gone. He leaves. Yeah, flies back. Flies back to where he lives. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Does it week on a weekly basis? An old man too doing it. Yeah, and I do believe it's Chicago. I think it's Chicago. That's so weird. I mean, musical <laughs> guest Chicago. Uh, I mean, he could do it in a studio. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. in Chicago. They figured that out. That technology has long been figured out by now. They yeah. don't re-record it. Nope. We're flying them out. I mean, they could have done that in the 70s, they, honestly. They need him in the studio in New York at Rockefeller Center, uh, NBC Studios, to, yeah. to do it there. So and then not quite ready for primetime players. <laughs> right? We're just like, yeah, well, they're on the cast, but we don't really know if they're going to be any good or not. Yeah. And they end up always being good. They're Most good. of them. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, Bill Hader. Yeah, he's not ready. Sure he is. Uh, so yeah, anyway, this is a Welcome to the Don Pardo cast, where we talk about the history of SNL through the lens of the announcer in the wings. Someone has a story about accidentally sitting on him. I forgot who it was. Well, have you heard this? The, uh, or have you, you heard? Went, have, you, have you seen the you movie? You on me! <laughs> have, you, have you seen the movie um, In a World? No, I didn't. That's the one with uh, Lake Bell, yes. where she's like trying to break into the voiceover industry as a woman. Yes, and the guy I, that just did the, you know, that's famous for in a world, like Don, the, Don the, Fontaine. Yes, he had just died. Yeah, and everybody was moving in for that trying spot. to get that voiceover spot. Yeah, but that's also Don Fon, Don La Fontaine. He that's passe what he's done. Now when I see a movie trailer. Mm. And a voiceover kicks in in any way, shape, or form. I'm like, I cringe. I'm like, oof, this is bad. You don't, you do not know how to. The worst is when you go through a whole movie trailer and there is no voiceover. And then as the movie title pops up on the screen, voiceover guy kicks in just to say the title. Have you seen, remember that, Drew? That happens all the time. Last yeah. time that happened was The Curse of La Lorena. <laughs> It's like, okay, I know it's a Spanish word. I need some guy fucking reading it out to me. The Curse of La, La Lorena. Voiceover guy in the world. I never saw that movie. Is it good? Oh, it's really, really see. good. I gotta see it, man. And I Lake love Bell. Lake Bell. Lake Bell's good. Yeah. I think she hasn't done more stuff. I don't know. I she should be doing more. She should be doing more. She and I, I, I feel more. like I mean I know she's not. Would you consider her a list? No. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, I like I know she's not a list or anything. But like I feel like uh, if she hasn't been, you know, like we're saying, like you know, she should be in more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's got to be. She's high enough in the you know in the ranks that like it has to be her choice. Her choice. What do you think? Now I think whenever it's like, where's that lady been? How come she doesn't do more? How come she wasn't more popular? Now I always think it's some sort of sexual harassment bullshit that they're like having to deal with. They didn't suck the right dick. They didn't get on the right couch. 
or you know they stood up for themselves and then they find or they decided to leave the industry why did she leave the industry i wonder why because she got tired of the bullshit you know yeah mm-hmm. now that's my go-to reason for how it makes a lot more sense nowadays to think that now way. they Absolutely. only know how it's really done yeah. the liberal bubble of hollywood that's still very misogynistic very patriarchal very uh uh, pedophilia, pedophilia, hiding, loving, uh, it's terrible over here. Pedo-ish. Pedo-ish. <laughs> hey, what's this? Give me your feet, You're up in my space. Which sounds like Fuck somebody you. that kind of wanna walks. Pe- 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 w- or wants to walk. Pedophilia, pe- because pe- 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 of pedo. That's pedo. Pedo. How come there's such a correlation between molesting young children and walking yeah. measurement instruments don't know pedometers is that to measure how many how many pedophiles steps, how yeah. many steps it takes to get to the nearest child to uh, molest Pe- pedestrians I gotta you use, know yes i gotta use people my that'll walk the street to diddle a child just to do what pedestrians, pedestrians are yeah, yeah. yeah there we go that's all that makes sense now. so you, you like to feel feet is that what you're saying i like to feel children's feet even weirder. It is weirder, right? Because the toes are so tiny. Well, you can't. I was gonna fragile. say you, you can't fit an adult foot in one hand. You can't. No. I mean, unless you're like Shaq and you're. Are you, are you googling that now, Drew? Did you just Google? Can you fit an adult foot in one hand? No. As soon as Steve said, that, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm going to verify this. I bet you Shaq's girlfriend claim. can fit her foot in Shaq's hand. Yes. Have you seen her? No, but I, I'm, but but basketball players notoriously she, have tiny girlfriends. She is up to. I did not know that. Yeah, she is up to like his pelvis. It's it's yeah. hilarious. Because She's like are, five one or something. Because they always end up dating like the dance squad girls or something. Yeah, they find tiny tiny girls. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Drew Cogburn, uh, we got an email. You, you can email us cinemacrespediso at gmail dot com and we will read it on the show. Drusa Cogburn, what is this week's email? We've got an email from Gabe entitled Catching Up for the Oscars. Apparently he's got his number 13 through 21 movies of the year. I guess maybe that's his uh, Crespo Hundo update? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's hear him. Number 13, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm. I was worried about the choppy frame rate being too distracting, but there was some cool scenes, especially the opening. I like how they addressed all the Spider-Man movies and, and, and then it did its own thing. Noir Spidey is my favorite Spidey. Should win animation. Yo, Noir Spidey voiced by Nick Cage is amazing. I It's the only... I was thinking about this this morning. I don't want to get too into the Oscar stuff because mm-hmm. it's it's going to be outdated because of the timing of us yes. recording this and it's happening tonight. So people can sign up for our Patreon. We will have a bonus episode up tomorrow night, mm-hmm. the day after the Oscars, of our recap. Okay. So people can hear that at our Patreon. Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse for animated movie is pretty much the only movie that I'm pulling for in any way whatsoever to win anything. Otherwise, this year, I do not give a shit about nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care about what movies won what, but I would like to see Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse get recognized for being one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life, ever, in the history of movies. I need to see that. It's, it's good. So good. It's really good. <laughs> John Mulaney is Spider-Ham. Oh my God, that's amazing. He's Peter yes, Porker. He is. he is. People always gloss over the fact that Spider-Ham is uh, a radioactive, uh, no, is a spider. Okay. That was bitten by a radioactive pig. Come on. That's awesome. Come on. <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry, Gabe. Back to you. Number 14, Incredibles 2. Okay. It was fine. A solid sequel. I liked the A and B stories, but could see the lead up to the climax. Yeah, it's fine. Exactly. Also nominated for Best Nominated Picture, but it, like I didn't get the feels for that like I did for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. When Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse ended, I was like, this movie is 
beautiful. Yeah. Like in so many ways. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got that emotional pull that this Lord Miller comedy has. It's got it, man. It's got. They had a bidding war for their project. Um, the last girl, the last woman, the last person. They're making a movie in which after the robot apocalypse happens, mm. there's like one 12-year-old girl has survived it. And it's about her living in this world. Uh, Lord Miller, that's the movie that they're uh, producing now. Mm-hmm. Number 15, Selma. This movie takes its time. Had to watch it for Black History Month. Selma from a year or two ago, right? A few years ago. Ava DuVarney's mm-hmm. Selma. Fantastic. Number 16, Roma. Caron, personal story. Quaron. A solid story, but maybe a bit overrated. Visually stunning, wide angle, where the peripheral background is as clear as the central. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some metaphoric subtext, but I didn't get it. The mom did the most acting in this, and I like her maybe as a second fave to win. Yo, yeah, Roma's a beautiful movie, but you really have to be... You have to know about 70s Mexico politics and sociopolitical, all that stuff to really fully appreciate what's happening in that movie. You gotta be a bit of a Mexican historian, unfortunately. Our American bias uh, keeps us from being able to connect to it fully. Number 17, Solo, Star Wars story. It's everything you'd expect in a Star Wars movie. It was fun, but I really just wanted to see Donald Glover. It's okay. 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 All right. So he he wasn't in it much? He's very in a very little Lando. The character is... uh, Maybe ten minutes total. Have they seen? Have they said whether he's like coming back for future installments? They ain't they're doing not no, making any they more. They're doing no more solo movies. Oh. oh, maybe they'll do a Lando movie one day. Maybe. Well, but, that's how big he is then. Because, yes, exactly. like you know, going on uh, you know talk shows and stuff. The way he was talking and yes. like the whole thing, like you would think he was in the whole movie. Uh, yeah, they're selling him hard. Yeah, they would love to be in the Donald Glover business. Yeah. They want to get everybody. They, yes, that's with everyone, but they will want to get out of the solo business. So maybe a Lando movie, where, See, where then Han Solo pops up as a side character I, I for think, ten or fifteen minutes, which may be a lot better. I think they'd be crazy not to do a Lando movie at this point because people want to see that. You know, they want to see it. He did a great job. He was very fun. He was he was the more entertaining parts of the yeah scene, of well, the solo movie. Plus, I mean, you know, without uh, Billy D being available, like even in future installments where it goes along the main timeline, they can always make him look older and Billy D is available he will be in episode 9 then never mind <laughs> there we go yeah he's coming back he'll be in episode 9 as uh, Lando Carruzzi. Uh number 17 and a half it's gonna be a lot of fun alright 17 and a half what period end of sentence a short about the stigma and ignorance of ladies using lady products in India Lady. Okay. Okay. By lady products, you mean makeup or more personal? No. Tampons. Well, yeah, tampons. It's okay. called period. Sanit- End of sentence. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, Sanitation yeah. napkins. No. Yeah. Uh, number eighteen and a half. Endgame short. A short. Oh, it's a short. Always oh, doing. I see what you're doing here. Mm, I don't know, Gabe. I guess I'll allow it this time. A short about. But the- watch yourself, counselor. <laughs> <laughs> about the brutally emotional plummet families go through as they deal with loved ones with terminal illnesses. It was beautiful and I could personally connect with parts, but man this will ruin your day. Mm-hmm. It's incredible the family's okayed it for filming. Mm-hmm. I'm picking it to win best short. Okay, as an actual pick for best short. I just see this online. Mm-hmm. Best if when you do the Oscar nominated live action shorts, they've been showing a program for that in theaters. Mm-hmm. Apparently sitting through the five live action shorts is a harrowing taxing experience on your mm. psyche because they are all like the most depressing harrowing little short Rough films shit. yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's a tough watch the the, the live action you, you know what you know what um uh they should really do like academy awards just to kind of poke fun at themselves mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. is have a subject best host 
<laughs> like, like of all time because they don't have a host this time that's like, very MCU movie awards of them yeah and yes. they give it to Bob Hope and like oh no <laughs> number 19 <coughs> A Star is Born A Star is Born alright there we go I thought, right she's gonna win I thought Lady Gaga was a natural and perfect pick to lead yeah of course I got her winning yep I also really liked Sam Elliott got him winning too ooh you're picking the smelly it and Dave Chappelle was really good. I like her I nose. think it's because he hates... Wait, he hates Reddy, so I assume attacks his lines like stand-up comedy. Mm. He's very good. He is good. Overall, a relatable story. Could see the ending, but I'm not super impressed with it. The, mooning sh- the, the music should win all night, but Lady Gaga, uh, the Kesha pop star, is hilarious. Uh, oh, Gaga as pop star moment. Ally? Ally? Ally. I hate her yeah. name in that movie. But I love uh, Ally. That is stupid. It's so stupid. But I love Bradley Cooper's Sam Elliott impression. Mm-hmm. It's it's good good I love your nose. That's <laughs> such a good. Uh, turn hey, turn around. I just want to see your face. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, let me let let me crush this out with my morning. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that was a total pro move. That was a pro move. <laughs> what, what was it? Anyway, we we talked talk about the movie plenty. patreoncom slash So we did a whole episode on that. Uh, we went deep on that movie. So number yeah. twenty. Bohemian Rhapsody. Following the Star is Born, again, fun music. Remy Malik does the most acting and really transforms himself when doing it live for Mercury. He did a lot of acting. He should win actor, but I think that's all the movie gets. Also, I got a hot take on Mike Myers, but I'll save it for another day. Ooh, a hot take on Mike Myers. All right, yeah, so send us us that separately. Uh, I don't know, if you think Remy Alec, Remy Remy Alec, Alec. (laughs) who is his twin brother... (laughs) They, they, their no, last it, name was different, so the first name was weird. Okay. If you think Remy Malik did the most acting, then I don't think he saw Vice, Gabe, because Christian Bale turned bam, himself into he was Dick Cheney. That stomach, oof. yeah, and then the hair the and hair, makeup people, all of it, the 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 the, the, the makeup and hair salon people. Did we pick them to win? I, I can't I remember. So. We did that weeks ago. Yeah. I think we fucked up too. We we picked Vice to win a lot of stuff. But the winds of change in the last week or so have really been blowing in Roma's direction. We'll see what happens. Well, so Roma's going to win stuff. Um, is that it for the game's email? Uh, 21, First Man. Ooh, the the big, uh, the one that was supposed to be the big uh, no. movie of the year. It didn't go nowhere. Uh, this was Did good. you ever see this one, Ryan Gosling as uh, Neil Armstrong? No. It's, it's not, good. It's not bad. I enjoyed it. This was good. Pretty intense, yeah, even though we know too. what happens. Covers time jumps better than Bohemian Rhapsody. This should win for editing, and the wife is really good. It got her for supporting actor. There you go. You know, speaking of winning for editing, Bohemian Rhapsody is up for editing. And someone, I saw this on YouTube, someone put up a video that's like, the name of the video is Bohemian Rhapsody nominated for Best Editing, something like that. And then That's the, creative. Yeah, exactly. But the thing <laughs> is, you read that, and then you watch the scene, uh-huh. and it's a scene of the band sitting outside a cafe, and they're meeting with a manager played by um, Littlefinger from Game of Thrones, uh, Lord Baelish, and it's just them sitting down talking. And the scene is, it's edited so hyperactively. The way it's framed, and it cuts back and forth, it's insane. It's shit. It's bad. Steve. I was going to say, that sounds awful. Yeah, Steve, if you watch it, you'd be like, this is this is a movie? People paid for this? It's so funny how watching a movie in the moment, I didn't realize that. But then when they cut out this one scene, they're like, just pay attention to how many cuts they are. No cut is longer than two seconds. Even the way they frame the band. It's like, how come they can't have Brian May sit with the... They have to have three different subs for the band. One for Lord Baelish, one as the master, one as this, and then they're cut, 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 cut. Oh my God. 
<laughs> so bad. God, this was amazing. It was really incredible. Uh, thanks, Gabe. Almost threw up on everyone right there. Almost awesome. All over the table. <laughs> Fantastic. Good I saw you. the indigestion. You saw you saw it happening uh, in real time. James Cameron has revealed the title for Terminator Six. We're jumping into a, 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 a kind of a deep movie news segment. Yeah. Okay, you guys ready for this? Go. James Cameron, Terminator Six. Let's say a guess as the titles. Terminator colon Drew Mariana's Trench. Mariana's Trench. I like that. Steve Terminator colon more money. More money. I like it. How about? I wish I could get something. It'll be called better. Terminator colon Dark Fate. Dark fate. Yeah. Okay. This is okay. <laughs> Neither of you seem to like this one. I. I just. I. Well, first of all, I hate we, him so much in general. We seem to be getting a collective. Uh, do I have? Do I still have those? No. It's no Judgment Day, Chris. No. Solid title, Judgment Day, right? No. Dark fate. Dark fate. Okay. Uh, that's a working title. James Cameron says it's a working title for right now. And, I mean, you know, there's a lot of talk about fate in these movies. Uh, Linda Hamilton's mm-hmm. character, Sarah Connor, says, no fate but what we make, that sort of thing. So, the dark fate. It's supposed to wrap up Sarah Connor's story, and I guess the John Connor story. It's a reboot, but it's an ending of the story, but it's a sequel, but I don't know what's going on. With this yeah, story. that's just... Uh, but it is. I can't stand him. You don't like James Cameron? No. It is the first Terminator movie since the second one that, he's that has in. his involvement in in any way um, whatsoever. Yeah, that's not valuable. You don't think it's about? No, I don't. Think what so. are you not liking about James? Cameron? Because everything he writes, even I love, I even love Titanic. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. But if you sit objectively and just listen to the dialogue, yep. he sucks. Not this strong suit. Avatar, sure. burn it down. It's so bad. Not, not the the. And he can't write. He just can't. He can write the bones of a story. Avatar, the thing that everyone knocks about Avatar is how it's so Dan- familiar it's to Dance other movies. Dance with Smurfs, it's Fern Gully, it's this, it's that. That's true too, that, but all the lines that, are cheesy too. Well, oh yeah, no, that's a different thing. I agree with you on the dialogue. Yeah. But he knows story structure. He knows that a story has to go to A, to B, to C. I'll give him that. Characters who this, the scene has to do that. So he knows how to... Structure those things, which is why then when Avatar comes around, it feels so familiar to everyone yeah. because it's like, yeah, we've seen it's this a formula, time. and he's like, yes, because and he's agreeing, like, yes, this is the formula, this is the way it's supposed to go. Um, but yes, I agree that his strong suit yeah. is the technology at this point that he brings to the workmanship, which he craft. didn't even do, <laughs> like, in, like, you know what I mean? With what? Well, like, like the technology and stuff. Like, he's, well, yeah, he's mean, not he's, sitting there soldering processors. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, actually, no, we, yes, we, he is. <laughs> we, we talked about it on the show before. He mentioned this a bunch of times. How, like, for Avatar two and three, he had to reinvent motion capture photography for, for underwater. underwater stuff. Yeah, but did and he we, and do we, that though? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 He's a crazy asshole, dude. He's a crazy genius asshole who like hangs out with all these other geniuses and like he has input on everything. Uh, okay. Well, he should stop writing then. He should. I agree. He, he should like find writers and but with the Avatar sequels now, he did get a bunch of writers and they broke out the story together. So there are people working with him on the story. So maybe hopefully it'll be better. But he's also uh, egomaniac. Yeah, and he he controls everything. So nothing is gonna pass without his muster. So you know he'll get the screenplay. He'll get the dialogue. Like we need to change the dialogue to this. Everyone's like, oh no, this is, this is no no. Now, now it's James Cameron dialogue. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. He he makes the art version of commercial movies. Yeah, you know, like he 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 goes above and beyond making his movies look. It's like a really Scott version of a 
of commercial movie making where it's like at least I want it to look as good as yeah. possible and I want it to be amazing even though maybe the, the screenplay itself is like Oof. not so hot Ugh. you know what I mean yeah anyway I'm, it's not like I'm really looking forward to Avatar movies in any way yeah but they're coming yeah we're getting them whether we want them or not they got gold does anyone want them besides James Cameron I don't think so they're coming yeah I'd love to know how many people that were, uh, you know, huge, like, wow, like, wowed by Avatar, which is pretty much everybody. I mean, but it's visually. Been, it's been so much, so, it's been so long, It's been a decade. Though, it has, but, I mean, I want to know how many people, that Avatar land at fucking Disney that's has only, reawakened it. That's the only thing that people yeah. hold on to now. People really, people who don't even watch the movies or know about the movies or, or tell like, me how that, crazy. that Banshee, the Flight of the Banshee ride is, like, one of the craziest things ever. I said, I go on there. Mm. Hmm. But then they're about to open the Star Wars thing. So that's the thing. They open the Star Wars thing. So a lot of the Avatar but we're crowd not gonna is get not going to go over to the Star Wars. So not... I can finally go to the Avatar saying, land. We're not going to get into the Star Wars that's thing what I'm for saying. Like the, a decade. I can finally go to the Avatar land mm-hmm. because Star Wars is going to be so crazy. That's what I'm saying, Andrew Sikogren. Are you listening to the dude's story? You're like a child that wanders to the middle of the movie. You wanna... That's a big Lebowski reference. <laughs> Hi-yo. For Fans of the show who may also be movie fans may have, yes, may have got chance. that very specific reference that I made, a very smart reference to what is considered a cult film. Love Chris, that movie. Uh, Chris Bikes For people who it. don't know what cult films are, cult films are movies that aren't that very popular when they first come out, but they gain following uh, over time. Just a character, what you were saying? I was saying when you explain it, it makes you sound dumb. <laughs> I was choked. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. Dune. Mm. It's coming. Yes. It's coming. This is one thing I don't care about. The cast is insane. I think you should start caring. Yeah. I know. It's going to be a gigantic, uh, expensive, unwieldy sci-fi event that will not be mainstream at all. No. But they're going to treat it like it is. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be so weird. You're going to be like, guys, this is a very... It's huge and it's spectacle and it's, you know, it's otherworldly. But it's like, no, this is not... This is not a commercial. I can't believe they're doing this. They are. The amount of money. I want to know what the budget is. Oh, if God. they haven't announced it yet. I want to know what this budget is. Because the cast... The cast is $100 million. I was going to say, what, what what brought my attention to it for the first time was uh, when you know they were announcing uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah. You know, but that that's when it grabbed my attention where I hadn't heard anything previously. And that's and he's the latest one. So we got Timothy Chalamet, who's uh, coming off of Call Me By Your Name yeah. and all this stuff. And that beautiful boy movie with Steve Carell as the lead, essentially, yeah. Paul Atreides. Uh, his father, who, uh, for fans of the book, we all know his father is not long for the, for the story. He doesn't mm-hmm. last very long. Played by Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Um, his mother, who sticks with him for most of the story, is Rebecca Ferguson, who is just in the Mission Impossible, the last yeah. two Mission Impossible. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the brunette. Uh, Zendaya will play a character called Chani, who is very uh, important in Paul's world, kind of a love interest for Paul. Um, Javier Bardem is in it. Josh Brolin. Mm-hmm. Dave Bautista, mm-hmm. which makes sense based on Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Stellar Skateboard <laughs> will be one of the... Um, Harkonnen. The, the yeah. Baron Harkonnen. Yeah. Not one of the... Did you just say Stellar Skateboard? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Stellan Skarsgård. Oh. He calls him Stellar Skateboard. I like it. Well, that's from the yeah. How Did This Get Made yeah. podcast. It's a very much, 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 much more successful podcast. Um, much, much, much. I just I don't have time to throw in enough muches in there, so we have to cut it short. Uh, Charlotte Rampling, a uh, fantastic actress, will play the uh, a Reverend Mother Mohaim, a very important, very small role, but very important role. And then Jason Momoa is in talks 
the common as a character called Duncan Idaho, who's like a great war character of the of the in talks. Clan. I thought he was definitely. I thought I he was mean, locked in. They always say they're in talks, but by the time they announce that it hits the press, they're pretty much in. You know, by the time it's yeah. out there. Uh, Denis Villeneuve coming off of Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and then it's more commercially successful films like uh, Arrival made a lot of money. Prisoners did pretty well. Yeah. This guy, all of his movies are great. Yeah, they're all great. So. I'm looking forward to this one crashing and burning somehow. My my, my ex wife showed me <laughs> it has to. It's just so big. It's too yeah. big. My my ex wife play, uh, played for me the uh, original Dune. Uh, David Lynch's movie. Dune, and you hate David Lynch. Yeah, and it's oh, like, that it's, was David Lynch. Yeah. Oh my god, it was terrible. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and it is not a well liked movie. No. I mean, people do like it, but not many. It's shitty. Yeah, it's not good. I you know what I like that so much more now that I know that David Lynch did it. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, since you've seen that... It's a piece of shit. Since you've seen that, you should see... We have the poster right here. Mm-hmm. Jodorowsky's Dune. Okay. It's a documentary about this guy. He's an Argentinian filmmaker, Alejandro Jodorowsky. His attempt to make Dune before David Lynch. Okay. No. And he put the whole thing together, and he had all the, the, the art and the script. He had all the stuff in this huge book, and then he couldn't get funding, and then it fell apart. And then the death of that movie turned into the birth of Alien. So many movies, <laughs> all this would, other shit. You'd be shocked yeah. the influence wow. that this unmade movie has on movies that did get made. Uh, you would love this documentary. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's really good. Oh, yeah. Um, Yodorowsky's too. We talk about it a lot on the show. Yeah. It's fucking great movie. And it's part of the reason why we're looking so far is the Denis Villeneuve version yeah. because the David Lynch one was so bad. This one was going to be amazing. It also predated Star Wars, this mm-hmm. thing that would have come out. So it would, it would, it would have blown people's minds. It would have changed what the blockbuster could have been. Uh, Yodorowsky making the movie said he didn't want to make a movie. He wanted to make the, the coming of a god. Yeah. He wanted this yeah. movie to be a prophet. Mm-hmm. Is he otherwise a filmmaker? Like he's mm-hmm. in other stuff? Absolutely. He's El made, Topo? El, in the 70s, he made the original Midnight movies. El Topo was a western. The Holy Mountain is a fucked up crazy Crazy movie. psychedelic trip. He makes movies that are like if you told an alien from another world what movies are and then you asked them to make one uh, okay and then the alien made a movie that would, that be, would be the movie that to- that's Yodorowsky interesting and then this thing fell apart Dune and then he didn't make a movie for like three decades four decades until his 80s in the meantime he told a lot of, st- of his stories via a uh, graphic novel form mm-hmm. comic books and stuff like that and different things he looks really young in that picture in that picture right. yeah he is he is uh, maybe 40 in that picture now he looks he, way younger than that yeah now he's in his 80s but wow. he, he got back into making movies recently. He's a fascinating, fascinating filmmaker. Check Sounds out, like Check it. out that uh, movie, Steve. You'll love it. Yodorowsky's Dune. Okay. Uh, also, Deli Venueva's Dune has a release date. November 20th, 2020. So that's probably the Wednesday yeah. of Thanksgiving. It's, yep. a, it's a probably Thanksgiving week. Yep. It's next year. Mm-hmm. We have about uh, almost two years now. Mm-hmm. And between now and then, rest assured... On this show, we will obsessively report on <laughs> every little detail about this movie. What did you say the the date was? November 2020. Okay. November 20th. You put it into your calendar? That's a good call. I should put it into my calendar as well. Oh, no, I was going to see what day of the week it was. I'm thinking it's a Wednesday. Uh, yeah, I wanted to confirm that. I bet you it's a Wednesday. Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse Blu-ray will have a special Spider-Ham Surprise! We're already talking about Spider Ham. Fun, John Mulaney, voiced by John Mulaney. The Blu-ray that will be coming out will have a Spider Ham short film. I gave up awesome. on, on the calendar. I got bored. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> I, I guarantee you it's the Wednesday of Thanksgiving. <laughs> I guarantee you. So, uh, 
Spider-Ham into the Spider-Verse. I may get that on Blu-ray because I am trying to build a respectable little Blu-ray collection because I, I I do believe in the reemergence of physical media. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, I, I got to watch that Spider-Ham short. It's good. Spider-Ham is so funny, yeah. Steve. Yeah, well, I mean, you know what, though? Like, in order to do that, go back to physical, like, there's got to be, you know, like a... Uh, kind of like, you know, with, uh, with, uh, with music, you know, you go back to, like, records... Yeah, but there was no like classic like the classic VHS for, it would would be that which <laughs> sucks laser discs now see laser disc that would be the closest thing it would be the closest thing but and otherwise the thing, with, the thing with laser discs there's nothing romantic is that uh, well no the romanticism in that is that for example mm-hmm. one of the very first Criterion Collection releases was tie all this back together was Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. They did a criterion of that in the late 80s, mm-hmm. and it was on Laserdisc, and it had a bunch of features on there, deleted scenes, a documentary, all these things that were, at for a long time, only available via that Laserdisc. Yeah. Uh, there are those things out there, very romantic, very old school, great quality Laserdisc. Obviously, the big problem is that 20, 30 minutes into the movie, you gotta flip the disc. Yeah. Another twenty minutes in the movie. You gotta flip it again. You got you know, or flip, flip it again. You disc. put it. You put in disc yeah. two. Yeah, it's like oh my god. You know, laser discs like that. I didn't know. Yeah, because they could only like fit vinyl. so much information on there. Yeah, so like vinyl, you had okay. to flip, you had to flip it, and they would always come in two or three discs per movie. Uh, Ew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Ew. You yeah. know, we've come a long way, baby. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, what my thing with Blu-ray. Blu-rays look amazing. Yeah. I mean, they look great, and they look better than my internet connection on a Friday night mm-hmm. does, you know. Mm-hmm. And also, I like to have Blu-rays of specific movies because they're not always available on streaming services. Correct. Amazon, Netflix, they, they're up for a while, they and then they come down. Yodorowsky's Dune ain't available on shit. Mm-hmm. That's why I got that on DVD, mm-hmm. so I can watch it when I want to watch it. I'm going to need that little extra creative oomph kick in the pants. Um, so that's why I'm doing the Blu-rays. So was, I think I might be getting me a Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse Blu-ray. Awesome. Let me know when you get it so I can come over and watch the Spider-Ham thing. Yeah, you can come watch Spider-Ham with me, Drew. Yeah, I will. Um, this is precursory. We all knew it was going to happen, but Jessica Jones and, Net- and Punisher officially canceled at Netflix. Gee, and people think? are going like crazy over that on Facebook and stuff. Why? I haven't watched either one. But, I don't know. But we all know that Disney D-Plus is coming. Yeah. Obviously, they're not going to these, stay- these people obviously don't have brains, so they're not using them. These people are dumb as fuck. These people include uh, Marshall Mathers, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Eminem, who tweeted at Netflix, Dear Netflix. Fuck you. He's like, you guys seriously fucking up by canceling Punisher. It's like, no one explained to Eminem how... <laughs> the licensing. <laughs> licensing in <Yeah>. Disney. <laughs> how it all works. He, you don't understand the business, buddy. He's, he's tweeting like a dumb old man. Oh, someone someone get that out of his hands. Get the phone out of his hands. <laughs> uh, Chris Hemsworth is going to play Hulk Hogan. I'm not excited for that at all. And Hulk Hogan. I'm not excited either. Here, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Even, it'll be fun, but also Hulk Hogan. I think that'll be very damaging to your acting career to play Hulk Hogan. To play a character, a so. person like that? Yeah. First off, he's a recorded racist. Yeah. <laughs> he's a racist. And, uh, I mean, he's not the best. Uh, is there going to be a scene where he has sex with his best friend's wife? Probably not. I hope so. And the, I hope not, because then we got to see what's-his-face. Uh, Bubba? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. The friends that Hulk Hogan keeps. Oh, God. Yeah. I just don't... Listen, I grew up as a Hulkamaniac. Yeah. I read his autobiography. I actually am a big fan of Hogan. 
But then, like, the Blizz Piz thing happened, and I don't know, the whole He's just sad. Fast. He's, yes, I agree. A lot of it's very sad. And I, I don't know. I don't want to be in that world very much. I think Hemsworth is better than that. I think you're right, Drew. I think it's, like, kind of a step down for him to play someone like Hogan in the movie. You know, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird thing. It is. I'm still going to see it. Oh, I'm there opening night. I'm not going to see it. You know how they release movies on Thursday? Sometimes it comes out on Friday, but it comes out yep. Thursday night. Mm-hmm. I'm there Thursday night. Mm-hmm. This this is Run something. Saturday. Yeah, this is something that if after you know it's 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 already had its run and everything, and it's on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, I might, and this is a very small chance, put it on my list, mm-hmm. but I will definitely never end up watching it. <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> Just forever on the back burner. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I was gonna say, you, 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 I'm sure you, both of you have lots of those. Where you know where you're like, you yeah. know what? One of these days I, I'll watch. This. I do need uh, to see it. I'm. A little that's excited, true. maybe. Never, never. No, that's true. Actually, that's very yeah. true. Yeah. I know that's that. That's how that would work. Uh, you know what? I mean, I, that that brings us to the end of the episode. Actually, so <laughs> kaboom. So time for some final thoughts, guys, if you will. Excuse me for a second as I turn to the camera for a crestful contemplation. What is the moral of the episode that we just uh, we just experienced? Episode three twenty. Well, first off. Hogan, no thanks. Right? Right. No thanks, Hogan. No. Second, uh, ASMR is a big market. It is. So let's get into that somehow. Let's make some money. Of course, you know, as soon as we put a lot of money in. Excuse me, Steve. This is Crestful Contemplations. I'll I'll get to you in a second. I'll get to you in a second. Because I think the moral of the episode is Hogan me once. Shame on you. ASM army twice. Shame on me. Drew, do you have a moral? What's the moral of the episode? Drewster contemplations. No moral. Steve Etchy. Yes. Steve Etchy contemplations. I was going to say, nothing happens. Yeah. No moral. Nothing happens. <laughs> no moral. No moral. Nothing happens. Okay, so there you go. Morality is just a human construct, Morality Chris. is a human construct. Love each other within the confines of this construct in which you... Decide how you treat each other. Yes. Final thoughts. Those are my final thoughts. All right, there we go. Yes. That's the end of the episode. True. Thank you. I appreciate it. Wow, that ended. I thought that went on farther. What the the bugle? <laughs> no. Nope. Oh no, sorry. No. No. It's a free audio. Oh, no, board it is better that way, stuff. though. Actually, come to think of it. Thank like you, that. Steve. No, thank you. You're welcome. Glad you're back. Thank you for having me. Glad you're safe. Glad the Chinese government did not detain you. Didn't black bag you. The, the Chinese fingermen. fingermen. The uh, yeah, the Mao Zedong fingermen the, didn't the, come the, in. The tiny yellow fingermen. Burla black. Whoa. If somebody ran by me and said the fingermen so are coming, close to the end of the episode I don't know without, if I would run. Yeah, throw in a little bit of racism. What was that? Okay. <laughs> racism. I said if somebody ran past me and said the fingermen are coming. I don't know if I would run. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be like, that sounds awesome. Bring, are, bring the fingermen. Are they the way you're running? Because I'll start running. They're on their fingers. <laughs> and, 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 and burlap sacks. Yes. Thank you for downloading and listening. We appreciate it. And we'll be back next week with episode 321 with a... Uh, there will be a giant Puerto Rican in our midst. No, yes, there will. That's like scary. It. Yeah. it sounds scary, doesn't it? It does. Yes, so be careful. Especially this one does, uh, I think, CrossFit. No, that's the other one. <laughs> I think they all do CrossFit now. I, not all of them. Not all of them. <laughs> Not you. I don't. <laughs> My joints can't take it. All right, we're out of here.
A PFT Media Production.